Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we're here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, we're back with the double todays. We're reading the tea leaves. It's the start of training camp. Today, when we're recording, is technically the first game of the NFL preseason. Hall of Fame game. It was the Hall of Fame game. It was not as good as it, we wanted it to be, but, you know, at least we had football again. We have football again. I feel like a bad fan because until you texted me, I totally did not know there was a Hall of Fame game today. I didn't realize I it was already August. You know, it's already, I don't even think a lot of people knew there was a game when you think Mason Rudolph was going to start today. You know, like exactly no, nothing screams football more than Mason Rudolph starting for the Steelers. But with football comes football news. And that's what this episode is dedicated to. We have a, a good amount of football news to talk about. And um, I'm going to start off with a couple of news articles that are kind of not as spicy. And we're going we're to pick it up as we go. So Super the first excited. one. These are like have, my favorite episodes. These are your favorite episodes. It's great because. Just doing um, the news. Doing the news. And just to reiterate, Ryan has no idea what news article I'm pulling out. Yeah. That's so not, I, I may have part. heard of it before. But the thing is, I have no clue what RJ has planned. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to start off light. And the first, the first thing I want to talk about is Alfred Morris. Giants are expected now? to sign. Giants, free, okay. The Giants are expected to sign free agent Alfred Morris. And so my question for you is, Ryan, why would they need to sign Alfred Morris if they have Saquon Barkley? Because Saquon Barkley is not ready. Remember we talked about this last week? So you are concerned about Saquon Barkley's health and the possibility that he will not start week one. Well, apparently there is a concern. We weren't concerned because, you know, we were drafting Saquon Barkley in our mock drafts and stuff, but Joe Judge is concerned. Mm -hmm. He -hmm. said Saquon Barkley will be ready when he's ready. That's not good news, man. It's not good. And so, so this Alfred Moore, the Alfred Morris signing kind of push you a certain way. Like, oh man, like they're serious about Saquon Barkley not starting week one. I think potentially. No, but... Yes, because the thing is now it gives him three running backs in the rotation if Saquon Barkley cannot play. Okay. They have Devonta Booker, Corey Clement, and then now uh, Alfred Morris. Oh, Corey Clement. We'll talk about Corey Clement later <laughs> in this. Pass catching back, man. Talk about Corey Clement. Um, but so my last question is, okay, you bring up a really good point. Um, I'm concerned about Saquon Barkley's health a lot now, and – now the question is, if he does not start start week one, where do you draft Saquon Barkley? And so I have a little thing. It's called before and after. I'm going to give you the name of a player, and you tell me if you would draft him before or after Saquon Barkley now. We know when Saquon – are we speculating on when Saquon Barkley is going to start? Because if he doesn't start week one, and can he start week two, week three, week four, or is he like on injured reserve till after week eight? We will say that he cannot start week one. Okay. And the rest is who knows. Or, or he will be active week one, but he will not have a hundred percent workload. Oh, okay, okay. So he's active. He's active on the so, active roster. Okay. Yes. So, would you draft Aaron Jones before or after Saquon Barkley? Who? Sorry, I said after. I'll draft Aaron Jones oh, wow. after Saquon Barkley. Okay. Meaning Saquon Barkley over Aaron Jones if okay. since he's active. Okay. Austin Eckler before or after Saquon Barkley? before you kind okay. of sold me on austin eckler a little bit of a couple weeks ago okay. i'll take the safer route and go with eckler okay okay so so you like the budget cmc so now i'm gonna make it a little harder 
Nick Chubb before or after Saquon Barkley? This one is very hard. Uh, I think I would take a gamble, go with Saquon Barkley, but hear me out. I'm doing Saquon Barkley before Nick Chubb because once Saquon Barkley's back to full health, he's taking 100% of those snaps. And we know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. There's there's no Kareem Hunt. There's no one breathing on his neck to to play. There's a backup. Devontae Booker is there, but I don't think Devontae Booker is going to eat in to his uh, carries as much as Kareem Hunt is going to eat into Nick Chubb's carries. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like, because especially because we know what Cleveland's going to do. It's 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know yeah, that yeah. Cleveland's not going to mix it up. They signed a Kareem Hunt. They just extended Nick Chubb. They paid him mm-hmm. good money. Exactly. They know their parts. For Saquon Barkley, I mean, the whole point of this is that Alfred Morris is just a guy. Like, he he's not Mike Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Davis <laughs> oh, is a starting Mike Davis. running back. Ooh. But he's a starting running back. You're Alfred right, you're Morris right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Mike but, Davis. <laughs> but yeah, so um, still, Saquon Barkley, when he comes back, when he has when he's back up to 100%, He's the guy for the Giants, but exactly because the only reason this is even in question is because of an injury. It's not because of where he stands within the team. Very true. Very true. So my last player is Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> okay. Zeke. Before or after Saquon Barkley. Uh, <laughs> um, I would go after. I'll still take Barkley first because we said it before we said last year Zeke had a bad year, but who really knows? You know, it left I a bad taste them. in my mouth. I left it. And, and you know what fantasy football is about is about those things, you know, like it's about the, the hands that get burned sometimes by certain players. Exactly. Right? It's less about stats because right when you're about to hit draft, you don't think of numbers. You think of how you felt about him last year and what you feel when you hear his name. Exactly. exactly. It's a game of emotion. It's a game of emotion. I personally might take Ezekiel Elliott over Saquon Barkley if he really can't start or if, if they're like sure that he won't be 100% by week one. I take Ezekiel Elliott just because you'd have him for 16 games and I feel like he'd at least produce the same amount. And for all the other answers, I think we were pretty similar. I draft Aaron Jones after Saquon, Eckler yeah. before, Chubb after. So yeah, three out of four in similarity. Not, so. Not too bad. Anything else you want to talk about for Alfred Morris before we move on to the next topic? No, I think that, I mean, the quick point, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows already, but Saquon Barkley is out right now, which means he's rehabbing. And I don't think he needs a training camp in order to be ready for week one. Meaning that as long as he's healthy, they can just insert him week one. And then it's like a plug and play thing. Plug he's not thing. like a guy that needs like practice reps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So the, um, the next thing I want to talk about, is the Indianapolis Colts. So originally, <laughs> originally I had this as Carson Wentz. Uh-huh. And then the roller coaster happened, and I had to make it the Indianapolis Colts. So let's okay. let's, what you want let's to start talk with. about this roller coaster ride. So I'll, I'll even give you the news headlines as they came. So article number one, Carson Wentz is out indefinitely as he undergoes further testing on a foot injury that he suffered at the end of Thursday's practice house a week ago. I, I remember that one. Remember that, and you're like, oh, and, and we're like, oh, it's a foot injury. You know, how bad could it be? And then we spoke too soon. Frank Reich said Carson Wentz will be out five to twelve weeks due to the foot injury. Yes. So I was like, oh man, that's a long time. I wonder what they're going to do. And you know what? What Frank Reich said? What? This job is Jacobs right now. 
Oh, Jacob, uh, Isan or Isan. Yeah, yes. and he's got to earn it. But he's in the driver's seat. Frank Reich on Jacob Eason with Carson Wentz out for the next several weeks. Ryan, do you know who Jacob Eason's favorite target is? No. It's Bobby Okurake. Who? Bobby Okurake. Oh, okay, okay. I, I think this is the point here, right? Do <laughs> you, you know what the problem is? What? Bobby Okurake is a linebacker. And he picked off Eason in back-to-back practices before Carson Wentz got hurt. I see. <laughs> Uh, that's where we're going. Because I was just going to say, uh, I don't see him on the depth chart because I was looking on the offensive side. Look on the yeah. yeah. Oh, nice I see now. They're, they're middle linebacker. Yeah. Can't, you can't hit the middle. They have no it? other options. You have Sam Ellinger and Brett Hundley. Why don't they trade for one? Mariota, you mean? Yes. Yes, they I agree. They trade for Mariota. I mean, they should. Why not look at Pittsburgh? You want Dwayne Haskins? Maybe not Dwayne Haskins. Maybe Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's cheaper to get Mason Rudolph, but Mason Rudolph can't play for more. I mean, do you trust starting Mason Rudolph for more than a year? No, that's true. That's true. You put up a good point. And then Mariota, or not even just Mariota, there's another quarterback. Uh, or you get – my point is you get in a guy that has the potential to start – beyond uh like Carson Wentz injury time frame. True. Because okay. Carson Wentz is not even a lock. We believe in him, but we don't know how well he's going to perform. So you mm-hmm. bring in a guy like Mariota, he can come in and maybe he could steal the job away even when Wentz is healthy. Oh, that's true. I, I kind of like so that. So it's yeah. even more backup insurance for you. Like the long And Mariota is only going to come with like two second round pick, third round pick maybe and you're and maybe then you get him. Us. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, sorry, Ryan. I know you would want more, but like, but yeah, I value him at a uh, late mid uh, first rounder. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, okay, did you Ryan. not see how this guy performed? Derek Carr pulled a hammy, hopped off the, galloped off the field like he was riding a, a horse, and then uh, Marcus Mariota came in, threw a dime to Waller, almost won us the game. Did you win the game? I said almost won us the That's game. Funny. Okay, I just want, just want to. Just I heard he's doing you. well in training camp as well. I wish I could watch, but you know they're all the way in Vegas. Can't do that. Can't do. It. Got it. Got it. He also got picked off twice. Uh, <laughs> but, this is the point where you start talking and hyping up Mariota because it's just going downhill. Going exactly. Down. I'm giving away too much, right? Too much. Yeah. So, um, you do some math with Carson Wentz, and the five week period starting from last Thursday is week one of the NFL season. That's the most optimistic. Meaning. Carson Wentz can miss no weeks, fully optimistic, or up to seven weeks of the NFL season. And the bye week doesn't help. I did more research. Indy's bye week is week 14 this year. So it doesn't help. The bye week doesn't help. Doesn't so help. he's he's out. He's out. You almost said the uh, yeah, he's he's screwed. <laughs> so but, so they're basically gonna go 0 and 7 and then try to recover. Go 0 and 7. And then, and then know, end they're, the they're, season 10 and 7. And <laughs> it's when the rest of the way. So you know, the Carson Wentz injury is bad, you know, but then they believed in Jacob Eason. Then Quentin Nelson happened. Oh, yeah. And then this is why this is why it's no longer the Carson oh. Wentz headliner. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Because one day later, this man literally has the same exact injury same exact as Carson one. Wentz. Needs the same surgery, has the same timetable. Is something wrong with the turf? I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, but remember every player that played, I think, on the Jets stadium 
or somewhere literally tore their ACL. I, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You I'm remember, at right? You because yeah, yeah. Because you know that was that was Bosa and Swan Thomas. Ah, like I heard them back to back plays. Yes, yes. No, no, no. But I, I think it's extended past this. It was to the point where like every week there was a player that tore something on that field. Terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I have to find the name, but yeah, you have to find the name. But I guess to kind of bring this all together with Carson Wentz. And Quentin Nelson missing significant time. Where do you value this one player? I'm going to just drop his name. I guess there's multiple, but I think the big name right now is Jonathan Taylor. I think his value drops just a little bit, but I think, uh, I don't know, because before we didn't really draft him either that high, right? Exactly. That's what that was the point I was going to make. Yeah. So, so that's why it's kind of like, I think he doesn't drop too far. Because I think he's still going to get the carries, but then it makes their offense really one-dimensional now if Jacob Eason is going to start for them. And plus, you don't have Quentin Nelson blocking anymore. Exactly. This guy's like all pro, like what, three years in a row? Yeah, he's Quentin Nelson's really freaking good. Yeah. And and that was the point that I was going to bring up, Ryan. It was the fact that me and you, we were already so low on Jonathan Taylor. And like his value didn't really change that much. Like, Yeah, because we didn't have him that high. Exactly. We had other tiebreakers that put other running backs like the Austin Ecklers, like the Nick Chubbs ahead of Jonathan Taylor. I know a lot of people were really high on him, but we weren't on that hype train. So um, I think we kind of valued him pretty well with where he is right now, probably like an RB. He's like the 10th running back off the board right now, 10th or 11th. I think around like the Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb range. And I would take all those over Jonathan Taylor right now. Okay. Would you? you? You you have a different face. I I mean I would I, I would. I was just thinking about like beyond Jonathan Taylor. I know I'm jumping ahead too much, but I was already thinking about T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, because I remember mm-hmm. I had Pittman up a little high, and and now I'm just thinking, well, no one's throwing him the ball. That's true. So this whole offense, not because Jonathan Taylor, I think, takes the least blow because the thing is, he just gets to run the ball. But how about all what? the pass catchers on this mm-hmm. team? Exactly. The off- and then if the if they can't pass the ball, Jonathan Taylor can still get the carries, but he's not going anywhere because the box would just be stacked. That's what, that's what I was just about to say. Because it's like third and ten. Box. Oh, they're not going to pass it. Can't pass it. <laughs> still will stack the box in third and ten. I know a lot of people had Michael Pittman as um like they're kind of like a sneaky wide receiver pick near the end of drafts. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to to kind of say go for it for Michael Pittman now that you're kind of missing a good amount of time without a, a pure starting quarterback and also a good offensive line. The only way you can rest easy is that if they trade, trade for Nick Foles, trade for Mariota, trade for somebody that's no knock on Jacob Eason, but that who's more capable to start week one. And it's yeah. just the way Frank Wright said it too. It was like, it's Jacob Eason's job to lose, but he still has to earn it. Meaning that, you know, yes, it's his job, but it doesn't mean he's ready for it. That's true. And this and is I, coming from their coach. It's coming from their coach. There's exactly that quote. I mean, like, again, like people say it different ways, but like um, the way that he said it, it's kind of like one foot out the door, but one foot still in the door. You know exactly. It's his job, but he could lose it. It's kind of like, here's my vote of confidence for you. So you, you have some confidence, but also... Still work hard, man. Don't don't slack off in it yet. <laughs> don't slack off just yet. Exactly. Um, so that's all I had for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. 
we're now going to move on to the East Coast, just a little bit more, okay. to the Eagles. And first, so originally I was just going to talk about the Eagles wide receiver, okay. wide receivers, but have you been keeping up with Deshaun Watson lately? I have not. I, I just remember I read some article on Jalen Rieger, though. Yes, so we'll talk about that. We will talk okay, about okay, that. Okay, okay, I got you. I got, okay, you. I got, got you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank got you. you. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. So there, there's trade buzz that um, the Texans and the Eagles are trying to work out a trade for Deshaun Watson. So I took a little, I, I digged a little to see how Deshaun Watson is doing with the Texans. Are you ready to hear this part? This is the first part. Okay. David Culley, who's their head coach, okay. says Watson is behind and he runs with the fours. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, was, he's on the fourth team or something like that, right? He was used as the fourth string quarterback in practice after getting snaps at safety and running back. It's clear after that what? the Can bad repeat that? after getting snaps at safety and running back. Okay. Okay. It's clear that the bad blood between Watson and his team runs both ways, as Cully is treating him like Taysom Hill as a rookie. So they line this man up at safety and a running back? Yeah. I honestly think this is this is literally to stick it in his face before they ship him out. Yeah, exactly. Jesus they don't Christ. Want, they really don't want him, and he doesn't want to be there. And so that's why, again, I think the Eagles is the best landing spot for him, to be completely honest. And I think it makes sense for the Texans to get Jalen Hurts in this trade. You get a young quarterback. If it doesn't work out, you have draft picks. Um, and... Deshaun Watson gets to land on the Eagles with players like Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager. Oh, wait, there's a problem. And that's where the lead-in is for the main headline. For the Eagles wide receivers, Devonta Smith is week-to-week with a sprained knee. He's expected yeah. to miss two to three weeks with a sprained MCL. And you're like, okay, not too bad. Not too bad. That's still before the season starts. So before the season starts. And guess what? You know, if you're low on him, there's Jalen Rager. Problem with Jalen Rager. The He's Eagles healthy. believe healthy. Is he, is he though? Is he though? Okay. I mean, the Eagles believe that wide receiver Jalen Rager's physical and mental health is not where it needs to be due to the loss of a close childhood friend. Yeah. Did you know that Rager failed the team's conditioning test? The, 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 yes. Yes. Does that concern you? Does, that, does this concern Jalen? Do you, are you worried about Jalen Hurts? Was it him? No, no, no. There was another guy that Dallas Goddard also failed it. I think, mm-hmm. true. but I think true, true. Dallas Goddard failed it because he ran the drill wrong. Yes. So then he didn't make time for it, but there, that did not come out of why Jalen Rager failed his. No, he, he literally failed his. <laughs> he ran it right. Just failed it. You know, just, but the man's exactly. going through some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So his training camp's not going off to a strong start. Maybe he can bounce back and recover. You know, he needs to take some time off, you know, mm-hmm. we all got, they all have lives outside of football. They all have lives outside of football. So that's why I think I hopefully he can bounce back. We're not too high on Rager in this podcast anyways. Mm-hmm. In the past few weeks, you know. I think the, the, the scary one is Devonta Smith. I 100% agree with you. Um, He's a rookie. Though, yep. And, uh, you know, knee injuries are no, no good. Knee injuries are no good, especially if they <laughs> linger. I mean, they say two to three weeks, but that's like – Again, for like the MCL, anything with the CL at the at the end yes. concerns me. The MCL, CL curse, ACL, yes, no the CL curse. Do not like. I do not like it at all. No, but it's also. Oh, finish. Yeah, off. Yeah, go for go go go, go for no, it. No, no, finish off. It just concerns me because I don't know. They say two to three weeks, but that's like to heal it. But like, how much is that 
incorporating with him being like up up to speed with like the playbook and and really playing the wide receiver spot in the NFL, especially because he's a rookie. True. And I was just I was just gonna add on to that, saying that like it's week to week, right? So then you're like, oh, two to three weeks, he'll be back by week one. But you know, if if I had the power to decide if he plays or not, I'd be kind of scared to put him out there in two or three weeks. You know, I, I got to make <laughs> sure this guy is fully ready because right now it's sprained. So we're, we're lucky if we're the Eagles and it's only a sprained MCL. Mm-hmm. Imagine you put him out too early, tears it now. Exactly. That, that's just too risky. So at this point, you have to play it real safe with him. I think you do, especially with where you drafted him. And it's a little interesting too. Another point is that when he was drafted, analysts were saying this guy's too small, durability mm-hmm. issues, too skinny, too small, too light. And then, you know, with all that in mind in a sprained MCL, I don't like. It's, there are definitely some red flags with Devonta Smith. I think there's still a lot of upside though. I mean, the targets are going to be there on this offense. Jalen Hurts is going to have to throw the ball somewhere outside of Dallas Carter. And it's going to go to Devonta Smith. He's their field stretcher. He doesn't just do that. And that's my favorite part about his game that um, he's just a really good and talented wide receiver. And I'm excited to see him. Hopefully he come back healthy. That's my only concern. I'm not moving him in my rankings at all. I'm very comfortable with where he is right now. I take a flyer too, because you're not paying, you're not paying a premium for Devonta Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not paying yeah. him in the sixth or seventh round. Like you're, you're really going to get him more like seven and eight. Like, what are you going to lose? You know it's what I'm like saying? a gamble, like, you know? Exactly. You pick him so, up, you gamble, you hope he blows up, and that's it. Yeah, and if he doesn't, he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he just sits on the bench, you, you drop him. Like he's not yeah. he's not supposed to be drafted as a as a premier starter right off the bat. So yeah. Um that's it for the Eagles. Now we're gonna go into some just really quick stuff before I have the the main headliner for the week. But so three more quick articles. Number one is Kenny Galladay. Expected to miss two, three no weeks clue. with a hamstring energy. Oh. Yeah. What's name? Hamstring. New? What's name? Yeah, well, 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 I was just going to say, does he get injured a lot? He does. He's Even injured. He was on Detroit. Yeah. He's what people think Allen Robinson is. Exactly. Except Allen Robinson does play. He does play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oof. Uh, Kadarius Tony, make the most of your snaps, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's the next man up. Oh, what else? You're right. What else? it's training camp your top wide receiver is out you're a rookie probably more balls are going to go your way now exactly um take this with a grain of salt i mean the season hasn't started yet i'd still if you believe in kenny galladay still believe in kenny galladay do i believe in kenny galladay no fortunately i do um do you do you ryan sorry no no No. good good we're gonna move on the browns wide receivers ryan what now? The Athletics Zach Jackson reports that second-year wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones is <laughs> absolutely name. lighting up Brown's training camp so far this summer. My question for you, Ryan: Are you concerned for the value of Odell Beckham now? No, I I, I am not because mm-hmm. let's let's be real now. Who's covering this guy? Who's covering Donovan Peoples-Jones? The second team, the third team, and even if it's the first team, the only guy is Denzel Ward. True. I mean, Greedy Williams. Uh, I mean, I don't know too much. One of our friends, like the Browns, he told me Greedy Williams wasn't good. So this is not from my mouth, but this is from him, and he's a Browns fan. Uh-huh. 
I mean, they did get John Johnson, but I mean, who is he really lighting up? Because Donovan Peoples-Jones, I don't think he's playing with the first team, right? He's probably, actually, he's not even on the slot. I wonder if he is the the, the wide receiver, too. I don't, I don't think so, because it has to be Beckham and Landry. I thought Landry's in the slot. Well, then the other guy, uh, let me check, their depth chart, Richard Higgins. Oh, Richard, yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So this guy is actually on the second team behind Odell Beckham. Ah, so, so he, he could really, be the number yeah. one on the second team. Got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Got yeah. it. Take this with a grain of salt. Draft Odell Beckham because I think he's still a value. I like Odell. He's being drafted. I yeah. do too. Where where his value is being drafted at right now, he's worth my. He's worth it. My question is, would you rather get Devonta Smith or Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham, because I think this year is the only year you can get Odell Beckham for this cheap with the amount of potential that he has. I said that last year I got burned. I'd take Devonta Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's your curse. Please don't impose your fantasy curses onto me. I've never drafted a guy and had him tear his ACL right away. You know, it happens. That, that, that's a you thing. It's a me thing. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget Jamal it. Charles. Oh, Le'Veon, must I remind you to? Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Paul. No, we don't talk about that. Don't... You want to talk no, about no. how you dropped uh... <laughs> <I'm> Don't kidding. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> okay. Next article. <laughs> the big one. I'm, I'm going to ignore you right now. <laughs> we have a crowded Saints backfield. Oh, because they Saints. just signed... Uh... Devonta Freeman. Yes. Uh-huh. Does this affect Alvin Kamara's Fantasy football value. Uh, no, I would say no because Latavius Murray's still there. Right, I think so, so like, Smith just takes Latavius Murray's carries. Yeah, yeah I think Freeman's just going to take his carries. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not Kamara's. Yeah, he's going to eat into Murray's carries. Exactly, exactly. And who was drafting Murray. Murray in the first place? Actually, you bring up a good point because I know some people who would draft like Latavius Murray, put him in the flex. Or draft Latavius Murray if you have Alvin Kamara. I think I know a guy in our league that would do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because that's, like, that's true draft strategy. I mean, if you don't have Alvin Kamara, you knew that Latavius Murray was going to be a top 10 running back, at least. But now with Devonta Freeman, you're kind of you're screwed. Because after Alvin Kamara, you don't know who's, you don't know who's the, the true backup now. I don't know who's the true backup. We'll have a true backup. So, that was my concern. I would well, fade Well, because Latavius Murray was getting up into age. Two. 31 31 31 yeah isn't Devonta Freeman just like a little bit younger like 29 yeah but it's also weird because Devonta Freeman hasn't had a good season in forever that is true I feel like it's been since high school that Devonta Freeman was on the Falcons and he had that good year you know that monster that made him draftable in the first round and he burned everyone burned everyone so a year after yeah so. still continues to burn everyone <laughs> because every yeah. year someone bites not this year. I don't think he, I, he is. He is not fantasy relevant, and he only just hurts the value of players like Latavius Murray and a little bit of Alvin Kamara. Yes. That's it. Yes. So, Ryan, hit me. This was the big headliner for me. Okay. And oh, so, so this is the main headliner. This is the main one. It's it's right, actually right. not even very very uh, fantasy football related, which is why I put it at the end. And it, like we, it. we just had to talk about it. It's the culture in New York. Which New uh, York? 
a story inspired by Ralph Facciano and you know who he covers the Giants. Oh, okay. 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 There's a problem in New York. And for once, it's not the New York Jets. It's the Giants. It's the Giants. Our story started with Kelvin Benjamin being released. Okay. What we said, we thought that what he said about Joe Judge was all cap. Thought it was fake. Remember, he was like, oh, all he does is scream. Yeah, yeah. All he does yeah. is curse, right? We said it's cap. And of course, Ryan, it's we not were cap. wrong. We were wrong. Of course, of course. Of course. I mean, Did you if, hear about this? If we weren't wrong, I mean, there'd probably be an issue. Exactly. This would not be the content you want. So, did you hear about the brawl? No, I didn't. That happened. Oh, this is. I heard about a different brawl. A different brawl. Th- that we can talk about. I, I'll bring it up later. Two days ago, two or three practices ago, Corey Clement had the ball. I told you we'd talk about him. Yes. Xavier McKinney, the recent draft pick, hit okay. sticks him, puts him on the floor. Really bad hit. The, the helmet hit, right? Yeah. Is it where we're going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Evan Ingram retaliates and pops Logan Ryan. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what did Logan Ryan have to do with all Nothing. this? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. And here's here's my favorite part. This is the head. This was the headliner. Daniel Jones somehow ends up at the bottom of the pile. They're oh yeah, he was stuck in the middle. Poor stuck Daniel in the Jones. Middle. He loves the turf monster so much. He ended up hugging at the end. Yes. Poor guy. Joe Judge literally goes insane. Makes mm-hmm. them do hundred yard sprints, push ups, more sprints because he wasn't satisfied. <laughs> team meeting without the coaches he was screaming ryan my question for you is is one thing what the what the freak what what the hell's going on i (laughs) i i'm i'm so confused okay okay the thing is so we look at it from on the surface right and then i think if you look at it from the surface whatever joe judge is doing is right why the hell is your 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 quote-unquote star quarterback daniel jones right (laughs) In the middle of all of this, how come no one's protecting the man in the red shirt? <laughs> so I understand why Joe Judge is livid, you know, why, why he's yelling. But also, it's kind of like, well, this is Joe Judge's team. So uh, mm-hmm. how, how did you coach these guys up to, uh, you know, Evan Ingram? Logan Ryan had nothing to do with the play, like you said. Popped him, yeah. What kind of retaliation is this? <laughs> it's That's like just guy. walking out. You know, hurting someone else for revenge and calling it revenge. <laughs> like, ooh, scary, you know? It's it's crazy. It's did you hear? Did you know? I'm gonna add on to this. I think three players have retired from the Giants from the over Giants. like the last month. Oh, same with the Raiders. Same with the Raiders, right? And last week, I think. Yeah, what's up with y'all? Uh, executives resigned too okay oh executives okay let, let's be okay. real okay okay can, can i defend my team for 30 seconds yeah, can 30 i get 30 seconds, seconds? all right sam young and uh theo reddick both on the wrong side of 30 so they retired okay <laughs> makes sense all right the other guy 26 year old i think undrafted eh, whatever right it's not a star player the thing that concerns me though is or are the executives that are resigning the mm-hmm. The strategy guy resigned, the CFO resigned, and it's kind of like no one knows why. So it's like, what's going on, man? <laughs> that, that's where you're concerned. 
Um, yeah, uh, yes, about the organization and like mm-hmm. you know, they're definitely not seeing eye to eye with okay. you know. I'm pretty sure it's Mark Davis. With Mark Davis, got it. Very fair, very fair, very fair. Sorry. Okay. Fair arguments. We're talking about the Giants right now. Fair arguments for the Raiders. Just good luck to y'all. I don't know why y'all dropping like flies, but the Giants. No, they don't want to win. It's okay. They don't want to win. Got it, got it. They just want to keep tanking. That's how they win. No, 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 no. I meant the players who retired. They don't want to be part oh, of the winning oh, organization. Got, it. got you know? it. That's what you mean. Mm-hmm. Go, mm-hmm. go join the Niners. Go ahead and do, do whatever. Watch a di- Joy Maurice Hurst and Arden Key over there. And, uh, watch them uh, have watch them have more sacks than your whole team combined, like what they <laughs> usually do. Got them. Anyways. Uh, guess you haven't heard of Yannick yet. Oh, Yannick? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Yannick. And it's fine. I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I'm not too... No, oh, yeah, Solomon Thomas on the other side. Oh, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> The New York Giants and the team that they have right now. Are you worried that, like, Again, this is like all speculation. Do you think that, that Joe Judge has like a following on the team? Like, or do you think they're like all against him right now? Like real talk. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after- at this point, uh-huh. I think I kind of want to say there are definitely probably some people who like him and probably mm-hmm. a good amount that don't as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people need jobs. They, they need paychecks. Apparently, Kelly so Benjamin what, what didn't. Gonna- well, uh, he, he's he's different. Okay, this is not the first time he did this. <laughs> so obviously, money is not an issue for him. Fair argument. I don't know where he's getting the money, but money mm-hmm. is not an issue for him. Mm-hmm. But other, other guys, I mean, I think. What do you think? What do you think? I heard some players really like him. I think some players fucking hate, freaking hate him now. Yeah. Like, no, like. It's just it's just weird because we don't know which players that he even likes to. Because when you think about it, right, in terms of fantasy football, it's all about opportunity. And if your coach doesn't believe in you, your value is going to tank. And one example of this, it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm-hmm. I don't think Andy Reid really believed in him for a good amount last year. Is it belief or is it just use? Well, wait, but I guess I get yeah, use does tie into belief too. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to go and get Le- – they believed more in Le'Veon Bell at one point. That is true. The ghost of Le'Veon Bell. And it's not just CEH because we've seen it with J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. You draft them, you don't see – you didn't. we didn't see production out of both those guys until toward these, towards the end of the season when their coach actually believed in them. Exactly. So, yeah. again, new coach, we don't know – where this offense is going to go, especially with new key places, key pieces. Kenny Galladay's coming in. We don't know if he likes Daniel Jones anymore. He wasn't the quarterback that they drafted, was he not? So, I mean, Daniel Jones has been there for a minute, and I've never even agreed on their draft pick, but it's fine. We we support Daniel Jones. Um, but, yeah, so just – it's just a crazy turn of events for, for the Giants. Um, I don't know what their fan base is thinking, but, you know – Props to them. I hope the best for them. And I'm still going to draft Saquon Barkley. Well, well, who knows at this point? Because he's hurt. I'm still a Daniel Jones fan. Don't worry. Still a Daniel Jones fan. Mm. Was he the I first put, put him right up there with Ben DiNucci. And <laughs> Ben DiNucci. He was drafted the same year as Kyler Murray, right? I believe so. I think he went six overall. I he gets a big, gets a big yikes. He, he's, they're working on it. They're working on it. 
And that's that's all I had. All right. I got one thing. I just want to uh, – there's just one team, a few headlines coming out of it. My question to you, let's say you're a coach, right? Mm-hmm. You're coaching training camp. Your wide receiver and uh, your DB gets at it into a fight. What do you do? Try to break it up. Try to break it up, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you're going to run over there. What are you going to do? T- tell me what you want to do. You know, we're trying, gonna... to, trying to separate them, you know? Exactly. Know. Will, will you punish him or what, what's going on, you know? Exactly. You, you punish them. You do like individual yeah. drills for them. Yeah, exactly. Sounds good. No, no, no. Not, not on the Lions. Not in Detroit. <laughs> you know what Dan Campbell said? So what? do you recognize Amon Ra St. Brown? Oh, yeah. They just, they just drafted. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, the Melifonwu, their, their DB, all right? Got into a fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no, not, not Obi, Ifitu. Oh, brother. So cousin. probably brother of, yes, or cousin or dad. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Senior, you know. But they, they, they got in a fight. Dan Campbell got fired up. He liked it. Cheered him on. Said, I was, quote unquote, I was fired up because they were competing, man. It was good to see both of them, two young bucks, go after it. You know? Like, he, he goes more. I can read the full quote if you want. Go for it. They were. Uh, look, we had a pretty good idea of Amonra, you know, the sun god. What he's capable of, his aggressiveness shows up. It would show up on tape in college. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but he, he was very happy that they were fighting. It's like this guy was happy to see a UFC fight on I mean, the this- field. This is the same guy who's like, I will, we'll break their knees off and, and eat off of them. Exactly. Something. And you know, I did, I did a little more research because you know, I'm starting to really like this guy, Dan Campbell. Apparently, you know, in May, you know what he also said? What? He was talking to the team president, and they didn't approve of it, or he thought they wouldn't approve of it, but he wanted to get a, a real lion and keep him on a chain and walk him around, and then like, you know, him and the lion would quote unquote, him and the lion would be. Just behind the kicker, watching the kicker kick. And then he was like, yeah, I don't think PETA would let me do this. I That was his concern, PETA. Got it. <laughs> yes, his concern was PETA, yes. But, <laughs> oh, Jesus. One more thing. One last thing. What's your order at Starbucks? I, I Wait, you know one. where I'm going with this? I heard this. Okay, we all know then. This guy drinks 800 milligrams of caffeine. Daily. The, Daily, daily. Sometimes he doesn't sleep. He says, I think for the first practice, he said he couldn't sleep the night before. <laughs> he was like, but it's okay. I, I came to work fired up. Oh, well, uh, I know why, you know, because probably because you had 800 milligrams of caffeine the night before. That's why you couldn't sleep. And in the morning, you down another 800. <laughs> you know, on mayoclinic.com, they say about 400 is uh, okay for people. He does double. This man is, he's, on, he's something else. He's really built different, and it concerns me. He's built different. He's actually built different. One last thing mm-hmm. before we end off then. So the Hall of Fame game, right? I just, mm-hmm. want, I, I just want your thoughts on Najee Harris. So he Ooh, had uh, okay. seven rushing attempts, mm-hmm. 22 yards. Mm-hmm. You know how many yards per, uh, yards per carry that is? Average? It's my favorite. It's about favorite. three. It's about three. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm, I'm chilling. You're chi- what do you mean by chilling? Like I, I actually, I actually forgot. 
do you like Najee Harris? Are you high on him? Are you low on him? Where is Chad? I think he's a top 12 running back, top 12 to 15. That's where I'm putting Najee okay. Harris. Okay. And the three yards per carry doesn't concern you? Not for preseason week one, no. Got it. But when the other guy gets three yards per carry, you don't like it. Yeah, when, uh, so when Gus Edwards the, gets... Oh, yes, on the Ravens. Yeah, so Gus Edwards <laughs> gets three yards per carry. So he his stat line is 15 carries, 67 yards. And I'm like, okay, cool. But, but Najee Harris is going to have... 15 carries, 75 yards, three targets, 20 yards. Got it. Two receptions. I like that. So so he's used more. He will be used more. They have only Najee Harris. Benny Snell is just an name. Jalen Samuels. Don't even don't even get me started with them. They're not part of the offense. It's a Najee Harris show. When okay. you're in Baltimore, that's why I'm not high on J.K. Dawkins. It's because you have Gus Edwards, you have Lamar Jackson. It's hard for me to justify him getting all the goal line work. Yes. But on the Steelers, it's Najee Harris. It's just Najee Harris. All right. You heard it here. And draft maybe, Najee Harris then. I will. And maybe and if the offensive line doesn't really work, doesn't really pop, I'm still not concerned because Saquon Barkley did pretty well. Very true. Very true. And, I mean, do we talk about the, the Giants offensive line? Not at no. all. James Robinson did well. I, mean, I don't even know about James Robinson. I don't even I know think- anyone on the Jacksonville offensive line. As long as Najee Harris gets targets and receptions, it's almost it's almost like Saquon's situation. It's almost like Saquon. I could for a very immediate, I guess like um like value. I think his season will be very similar to James Robinson last year. I see where you're going because they're both more of like runners than pass catching backs. But they will be used solely because they don't have anyone else. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me, too. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. I mean, the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we also catch up with some more football news. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.